What's up, everybody? Welcome oh, to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. cocktails. <laughs> we are a podcast that pairs amazing cocktails with amazing movies. What's happening, sis? How you doing? You know, I'm good. I'm good. You're looking good. I like that haircut. Thank you. I like that red lipstick. You're you. looking all festive and things. I'm ready to drink. <laughs> wow, are you getting all sexy for the people? Well, you know... Starting a new Good year. Good evening, Papas. Mm. <laughs> Good Papas. I know. I wish I was like as cool as her. Oh, Lord. Mrs. Barrett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. First off, I just want to say apologize for us having two weeks of missing us. Oh yeah, we missed you guys. How y'all doing? Good to see you. Good to see you and hear from you. Except you know you're hearing from us. Yeah. Technically, this was my fault, people. I got sick as fuck right before we were supposed to record and then we had some uh traveling plans so we couldn't even get that episode in so this is uh happy merry christmas two weeks late yes (laughs) i hope you guys all had a fun and safe christmas Even though you guys are done thinking about that shit. Yeah, I think everybody's about ready for 2020. I am definitely ready for 2020. 2020! Lights, camera, cocktails, and this is yep. 2020. 2020. <laughs> I am Barbara Wawa, and this is 2020. Barbara Wawa! <laughs> yeah, I'm going way back. You like I that? I forgot about her. Barbara Wawa. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of like old Saturday Night Live That's lately. really good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so are you ready to drink? I'm ready to drink. What are we drinking today? Today we have the gizmo. I'm sorry, that's what it's called? It's called the gizmo. That's cute. Zenobia did not make this up. Mm -hmm. This was found on the interweb. So I have no idea how this is going to taste. So we're going to do one ounce amaretto liqueur. Okay. One ounce Kahlua in a rocks glass with a gang of ice. So we got our fancy whiskey balls here. Whiskey yes, we ice. Do. It doesn't say shake or anything. It just says put that shit in there. So that is how you make the gizmo. So you might have this stuff already at your house and didn't even know this was a drink. Here it is. Fuck yeah. So let's try this. I'm ready. It's already done. I th- it's I, two ingredients. You added the Kahlua in there. Everything's in there. All right. Shit. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers, Smashley. <laughs> I can sip it. I feel like you would like this because it's really yeah. coffee. It's 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 chill. I like that. I will take it and run with it. It ain't bad. Mm-mm, not at all. I'm down for this. But I kind of want to toss a maraschino cherry. Yeah, let me in get there. one. That's what's missing. Or two, and the juice. Dang, <laughs> the juice. I know. I do feel like you know. I like my shit sweet. I want to add something to it. Like some cherry liqueur. Oh, look at you with your fancy bar right behind you at arm's reach. Whatever you want to add. Whatever. Whatever you like. I think this will add. Whatever drink you like. (laughs) I feel like that would add a little. What is that? Maraschino liqueur. Oh, let me get. Luxordo. A cap full. I know how you are. Look at you. All right. I'll take it. There you go. That's cute. All right. How's that taste? Let's see. Look. Excuse me. We got Smashly in the background with a broken voice. But she here. She got her gizmo in the back. But she's here and she's being supportive. Mm -hmm. She was uh, all drunk and red at dinner already. (laughs) She lied to me. You putting her all on B like that? Yeah. She drank my wine. Shoot. 
We we pour ourselves a single glass of wine. We share it, and she drank it all. <laughs> and she's like, "I'm fine. I'm fine. Here, pour some more." Yeah, she's just chilling on the couch. Mm-hmm. She's so cute when she's drunk. That's where the the name Smashley comes from. Burr, burr, burr. That's why we call her Smashley. Okay, so I want a drunk name. How come I don't have like Shmovia? Don't work. Fuck. She's just not even a good joke, and she's laughing. <laughs> Thank you. Bottle of wine. I got one. Okay, so are you ready for some history? Yes, give me some history. On. I'm all about healthy in 2020. All right, well, let's take our medicine. Okay. And we're going to talk about amaretto. Okay. Something we throw in our drinks quite often. It's in one of your favorite drinks that Uh, I make you. Oh, yes, it is. The Toasted Fisherman. What is your favorite? Hold on. It's either the Toasted Fisherman or the Goodfella. The Goodfellow was really good. The Goodfellow was really good. And I think everybody for Christmas... But I mean, the it, sexual chocolate was damn good. That was good. The $5 milkshake was damn good. I do make that the one. The red, white, and booze was damn good. good. Perfect for that hot-ass day. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, yeah. Shit. I like anything with champagne in it. So I'm, I'm, I really dig my uh, rolling with the homies and the Holiday Road one. Those were really fucking good. But you're right. That Toasted Fisherman... It's so good. It's so good. So It's really good. It is up there. It's my go-to because it's simple ingredients. Yeah. You know, I would love to order a uh, good fella more often, but how often do you come across lemon jello? Of course, oh, you God. said you can substitute it with lemon juice and simple syrup, that but is it's not the just, same. It's not, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know what, mister? Everybody for Christmas next year is getting a whole, their homemade limoncellos that nobody's making. Really? I'm going to get it to everybody. You're going to go the, uh, the my mom route? Yeah. Make everybody uh, jam? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jam and limoncello coming to the family this, this year. Okay. I like that. So we're going to talk about amaretto. Okay. And it's health benefits. Give me that so, health benefits. Most of them are made out of almonds or apricot, ap- apricot pits. Okay. You say that three times. Man. Apricot, apricot, apricot. Apricot, apricot pits. <laughs> I've been drinking beer all day, though, you guys. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> so um, <laughs> those are some of the ingredients that are in ours. I don't know if ours. I think ours is just... Um, I think it's just almonds, but I don't know. So it can lower your stress and it can help you with anxiety. So if you're feeling anxious, pour some of this bad boy (laughs) into your coffee or tea. So anxious. Yes, it is. Okay. Meet me at 1130. Oh, another way of talking dirty. Okay. You be getting me off track. What's up, 2004? (laughs) (laughs) Where were you at? So Amaretto. Amaretto, yeah. <laughs> so Amaretto also reduces your risk of heart disease, which we find in a lot of the, the alcohols that we drink on the show. Oh, yeah. And it can prevent strokes. So if not too many drunks be having heart attacks and strokes, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Oh, but I feel so. like a lot of them. It's the usually health- the workaholics that have the strokes. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the health street that I do... Those are like one of the two that are yeah, in there. People that got a lot on their plate. Like uh, you see that uh, Martin Short movie, Clifford, mm-hmm. making fun of his dad. <laughs> then they pawn him off on his brother. Yeah. <laughs> Booze. 
So uh, it can also lower your blood sugar levels for up to 12 hours. Oh, not with all the shit we got in here. Yeah, I, that's just what I got from... I don't know, you're right. And so that's my story on the Amaretto. There you go. I read it and then it got mixed up in my brain because it says D'Amour. So I was about to sing D'Amour. D'Amour, Amaretto. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. So you want to tell them what movie you picked? Did I pick this movie? You sure did. Like a month ago. <laughs> sure did. We're doing Gremlins, people. Yep. I mean... You know what I realized is everybody knows what movie it is already. I know, but I like to like introduce it. That's true. Yeah. So just be like, oh yeah, we're doing Gremlins. Like you got to make it like, we doing Gremlins. What's up, people? We doing Gremlins. Bitch. Gizmo Gaga. <laughs> Bitch. All right. Oh my god. So we're still on the Christmas movies. This is a late uh, installment. It's late, but we here. But we wanted to give it to you guys. We did our research, and then I got sick. Shit. Yeah. And he was like, do you still want it? I'm like, bitch, I did some research. She filled in the book. Yeah, it was highlighted and everything. I ain't wasting the page. So I love this movie. Here we go. You ready for the stats? Mm Mm-hmm. Stats came out June 8th, 1984. Okay. This movie is also a PG movie. So we'll give you that. Is it PG or PG-13? It is PG. Wow. Spielberg snuck I don't know how he did that. The budget was $11 million. Mm-hmm. In 2019 money, Jeez. it is to uh, 27 million. That's it. Yes. Wow. And it made 153 million, which in today's money is 379 million dollars. Damn. So it made a lot, a lot of money. Damn. Damn. A lot more than I thought it, it made. Uh huh. And I can't believe only eleven million for the budget. They must have not paid their fucking actors anything. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a lot of like big name actors in this movie. They didn't go after like superstars of the time, even though some of them have become much bigger stars now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they weren't. I don't know. I don't know how they did that. <laughs> you want to hear the? You ready for Rotten Tomatoes? Mm. Critics, eighty-four percent. Okay. Audience. 78%. Yeah, that makes sense. Sidobia, 75%. Mm-hmm. It is dated. And I haven't watched this in like 25 years until you picked it. And I was like, all right. I personally was more of a Gremlins 2. You're all about the sequels. I, <laughs> we were literally just talking about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I am all, I love the sequels for some reason. I don't know you, why. You feel like they didn't get it right the first time? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. The second one was funny. You're then trying to like scare you. What about the hangover too? Ooh, no. Okay. I don't. Not all part twos. Mm-hmm. What about breaking two electric boogaloo? I love saying the title, but I do like the first one better. Uh-huh. <laughs> 80s month is coming to you. <laughs> I'm bringing one of the breakings. What about Crocodile Dundee 2? <laughs> it was a decent. You should give it a watch, right? Is that what he says? No, that's three. Oh, it's three. <laughs> watch Crocodile Dundee three. It totally holds. It up. totally holds up. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I don't think I've ever made it to three. I didn't make it to two. I watched two. <laughs> but now I want to watch part three. If Marshall's dad said, "All right, <laughs> scoreboard." <laughs> All right. I'll give three. We'll give three a watch one of these days. Should we cover that on the show? The first crocodile. If we ever do a like crocodile Dundee movie, maybe we should start with three and work our way backwards. 
you no all right i'm sorry i, I was retract like, anytime i ask we about had a, a movie. whole argument about this over dinner and she, i was like no because we have to start from to the start beginning from the first you wouldn't start with bad boys too would you i love bad boys too more than bad boys one kind of will's finer in that one <laughs> and he's real fine in the first one but the second one he was just Mike Lowry. And I get a... Uh, uh, Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union. Who doesn't want that bitch? Uh-huh. Kissing on my man. Fuck that bitch! <laughs> I'm just joking. I love her to death. <laughs> I do. She's one of my faves. <laughs> Are you ready? For what? The motherfucking oh, drinking game. Well, they're all ready. All right. Let's get it. So grab your gizmo. Close. I'm liking the gizmo. Yeah, I kind of like it with the uh, maraschino liqueur in there. Mm -hmm. You guys give that one a, a try. Just put like not a even half. It. Yeah, just a, a half little cap. bit. Okay, so you going to take a samp when one of the three rules is broken. Ooh. So what are the three rules? There's three rules you've got to follow. Can't get them wet. Keep them away from water. Don't get them wet. Don't get them wet. Keep them out of sunlight because it'll kill them. Keep him out of the light. He hates bright light, especially sunlight. It'll kill him. And don't feed him after midnight. But the most important rule, the rule you can never forget, no matter how much he cries, no matter how much he begs, never, never, never. feed him after midnight. Never. No matter how much they beg and cry, don't feed them bitches. I don't know. I probably would give gifts because he's so cute. If he asked, I'd be like, yeah, you cutie. He turns into a gremlin. I know. The fuck? I know. I don't want Gizmo to be a gremlin. Shit. He just offsprings gremlins. Uh -oh. So you go take one simp when Christmas is said. We're going to have to open it now. It won't wait till Christmas. Hey, Billy. I just brought in your Christmas tree. Did you ever get depressed on Christmas? I don't celebrate Christmas. Okay. It is said quite often, and I'm even going to take it coming from songs. Nice. Because opening song. Have yourself. It's Christmas. Isn't it Which like, one is it? We're walking down Christmas. I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 that one. Right, right. That's the same song in uh, Home Alone. Yeah. Christmas. Exactly. It says Christmas. That's the only line. line that I know. So when you hear that line, take a simp. Okay. <laughs> You're going to take one simp when the gremlins kill someone. Ooh. Now, I feel like. Technically, you only see one killing, but I feel like... There's a few people that died. The car crash of, like, the sheriffs, I feel like that's a death. Yeah. The old bitchy lady with the cats that she this goes through. This Deagle. Yeah. I feel like she wasn't going to survive that one, so I'm no. going to count these as deaths, mm -hmm. even if it's not... Shit, she bitches about her heart from a dog oh. barking at her. Oh, I have a very weak heart. I can't stand a shot like that. Oh, my heart. I have a weak heart. Evil bitch. <laughs> Evil lasts forever, man. Mm -hmm. So she's around. So you're going to take one simp when one of the dad's inventions doesn't work. <laughs> so this yeah. is the A cracker. This is the Did I hand juice. that one to you? No. I didn't give you that one? No, man. This okay. Weeks ago. <laughs> weeks ago. Didn't I give you that one? I think we were talking about it. Well, it's a good one. I don't know. They be breaking down. I'm going to take his smokeless ashtray. Smokeless ashtray does not work. His bathroom buddy. The orange juice machine. Orange juice. You know, you should just buy orange juice and cartons. It's a lot easier. 
See, it works. The coffee, the coffee machine. machine. None of that shit. None of it. No. <laughs> His card counting thingy, all uh -huh. that shit be breaking. So anytime you see any of that, Take a sample. How does he have $200 to spare on a Christmas gift? He's passing out money like fucking all the... I don't know. Because he has that one good one, the kitchen buddy. He sold that one. Oh, okay. That's a, that's what I think. He had okay. that one good invention. Gotcha. You take one simp when a gremlin gets killed. Damn. Get ready. What Does it count when they all die in the movie theater? I'm going to take that as one simp. One good, long simp. Yeah. You don't have to finish your drink, but you. I want you to feel that one. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. So all the depths of them. You take your one drink. for my homies. When the mom is fucking putting them in blenders and all that shit. Uh, mom be getting them. Love mom her. wasn't fucking around. Was not fucking around. No. She got them. Um, so she got attacked by a Christmas tree. <laughs> I know. Okay, so you're going to take one simp when Mogwai is said. Mogwai. Yep. He's a Mogwai. Mogwai. Gizmo. Mogwai. Gizmo is cute From Gizmo and the people in the store uh -huh. and when the dad explains it. Uh-huh. Anytime you hear it, take a simp. Okay. You're going to take a simp when you see Stripe. Okay. Little motherfucker. Motherfucker. Ugh. I love when he's like looking out the window when it all blows up and he has a candy in his mouth and he's like, ah! Like he's all pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody blew My up. My offsprings. You know how much that hurt? He's like, dang, I had to jump in a pool for that shit. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Stripe's crazy. He crazy. So, <laughs> you take a sip with <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was pretty good. You know, <laughs> you're going to take a simp when Randall gives his sales pitch, he even sells pitches his son when he's trying to tell him about the fucking bathroom. Mm -hmm. Let's buddy. say you're late for the big meeting. Now let's say you're late for the big meeting. It's really important. You're on your way in. You reach up. You forgot to shave. Now what are you gonna do? <laughs> he's like, dude, I work at a bank. I don't know big meetings. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. He's a teller. He can move up in the bank. He could. The douchebag dude's moving up. Uh huh. So. Judge Reinhold. We'll talk about him. So you're going to finish your drink when Billy gets Gizmo. So when he opens the box and he gets Gizmo, you, take, you finish your drink. <laughs> what is it? No. It's your new pet. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I always wanted a gizmo. I always dude. wanted a gizmo. You gonna finish your drink when the gremlins are in the pool. Oh So when shit. Billy walks in and he sees them in there, finish that drink because well, she doesn't gone. walk in and see them in there. He walks in and the pool is like glowing and has smoke coming out of it and he's like, fuck. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He walks into the pool area. Yeah. Stripe. Cuts the shit out of him and knocks him oh, down. Oh, yeah. And then jumps on him and hops into the pool. Yep. And then, like, Billy's, like, reaching after him, like, no. Too late, bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, you finish your drink. Okay. You're going to finish your drink when Strike gets killed. Fuck yeah. Gizmo. Gizmo. <laughs> Kills his ass. His death is very gross. I love it. 
You got anything to add? Mm, I would say, what can you do with this one? Yeah, take a drink every time you hear the word yum, yum. Ooh, okay, you okay. You hear that a lot. Yeah. Yum, yum. I want fucking food. All right. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's all I'll add to it. That's a good one. All right. Well, that's the motherfucking drinking game. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. Well, let's dive into this movie. So we're going to speed through this shit because there's a lot of characters and a lot of coverage. And I'm sorry in advance that we didn't talk about the one fun fact that you wanted us to talk about. Because there's a lot of them. No, I talked about it. You just don't know yet. No. Because <laughs> you know that I know that you know. I know that you know. I meant something. That you had a fun fact. I did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, Gremlins was directed by Mr. Joe Dante. Mm-hmm. However, it was uh, produced by Steven Spielberg, purchased by Steven Spielberg. You know Spielberg. He loves these, like, horror, not even horror, but, like, scary-ass movies that are, like, I don't know how to play some sci-fi slash scary things that, like, creep out small kids. He does, he's got a, a taste for that type of movie. He, he puts his little spin on this. Mm-hmm. Do you know he makes a cameo? Yes, he does. Oh, yes, he does. I don't know he what sh- that word was. Yes, he does. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> so he makes a small cameo. If uh-huh. you blink, you're going to miss it at the Inter conference. Mm-hmm. Randall's on the phone to the wife, so I'm like, oh, it's a little bigger than I thought it was going to be around here. Actually, the competition is a... Sorry, miss. This is a little more advanced than I expected. The guy, yeah, the guy riding by on this weird ass like bike thing. He has like a cast on. Yeah, they call it like the wheelchair or something like wheelchair. that. Wheelchair. He has like a TV in front of him. That's Spielberg. Mm-hmm. He does a nice little lap, and you see him coming around the end. <laughs> and there he is. And I love that. Like, if you pay attention to the the time machine in the back, did you pay attention to that? No. While he's on the phone, there's a time machine, and the guy's like standing there, and he's like, "Oh look, oh," and then it like cuts to like the mom. And then it cuts back to the invention, and it's gone, and it's just smoke, and people are standing there looking around like, whoa, where'd it go? <laughs> really? Damn, I wasn't even looking at the I love background. it. Shit. It makes me happy. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, some, I don't know if Philberg and Joe Dante are friends or what, but he gave this movie to Joe Dante to direct, because at the time, he was directing Indiana Jones. So he didn't have time to make this movie. But do you know who, uh, who he asked first? Who did he ask first? He oh, asked. let me guess. George Lucas. No. He was busy? Uh, no, another one that you, we've talked about. Coppola. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim that Burton was offered the role to direct early on, but he turned it down because he had never done a feature film before. He'd only done shorts. And he was uh, like, this is too, I think this is going to be too much for me. Really? Which it probably would have been too much, especially having like the animatronics of like these fucking weird ass shit or yeah. puppets or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been a, a big take. We're going to talk about that in a minute. As well. But, but uh, he was first supposed to do it. I will say that Joe Dante has made some great movies. Yeah. He's also responsible for Small Soldiers. Yes. From the late 90s. Yeah, we talked about that during Jingle All the Way. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The Tommy Lee Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Inner Space. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, that's a good 80s movie where it's Ant-Man in the 80s. He, like, this gets guy, small? He gets crazy small and he ends up in somebody's body. How do you have the kids? Yeah, exactly. Sounds crazy like the magic school bus. Small. Just going through the body. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> 
Joe Dante is still around. He's been directing Y Five O a lot, and oh, the new MacGyver, one? Mm-hmm. and like he does a lot of TV uh, directing as well as producing, and he still makes movies here and there, but he hasn't had a hit in a little while. Well, he said that this movie was not a Christmas movie. He didn't want it to be a Christmas movie because if you, after Christmas nobody wants to see a Christmas movie. So, yeah, so they released it in the summertime. So it was released in the summertime, which is probably why the numbers were so big on it, because mm-hmm. there was nothing really Smart. like this going on. Smart man. Even though it is heavily Christmas. It is surrounded by Christmas. People say it, the music, it's just... Yeah, everything. Everything. So everything. it technically still is a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. movie. It is. It's just a dark one. That's like saying that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. People, it's a Christmas some people movie. say that. I don't know who... A lot of people say it. A lot of people say it, though. (laughs) 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 Can I give you another fun fact about him and Steven? Sure. So the studio told Joe and Steven Spielberg, after seeing the first cut of this movie, Mm -hmm. that there was too many gremlins in it. What? Yeah. That's exactly what Steven Spielberg said. He's like, okay, how about this? What if we cut them out all together and call it people? Pretty much like a fuck you, bitch. Like, yeah. I'm not cutting any of this stuff out. Yeah. I thought that was a funny little yeah. tidbit. They're like, there's just too many. You should cut them. And he's like, what if I just, you know, cut them all? We just have another fucking movie just about people. Yeah. In the town. Why don't you just leave the creative side to the creatives? You know, I don't think anyone says anything, Stephen, anymore. Producers just want to just put their fingers in it just for the sake of putting things in it. Even when they have a great movie. It's like, yeah. I, I, I made a contribution. Make the contribution of things running smoothly. Make sure the money stop keeps coming. You know? I mean, sometimes. Make sure we have enough people on set so that nobody gets hurt. Well, I mean, if the executive producer is Steven Spielberg, I will take your little whatever you want to add into the movie, your little cameo. He, I'm talking about like the, Steven the Spielberg studio. Is, uh-huh. Yeah, the studio. You know, Steven Spielberg is a creative who happens to produce. He knows what the hell he's doing. He do. But That's why I feel like why y'all... If you've I never guess directed a movie before... If you've never worked below the line, like if you've never written a script, if you've never edited, if you've never worked behind a camera, if you've never worked sound, if you've never worked the crafty table, you should not have input on what's happening. If all you've done is figured out how to get the money, you should not have input on the creative side. But it's your money. Yeah. And you're (laughs) entrusting it to these people. And you get majority of the stake at the end. Yeah. That's but true. you're giving input where it's not your field of expertise. Now I'm just upset. Well, I'll give you a fun fact to make you feel better. How's this? <clears throat> so the first time you see the movie theater, mm-hmm. on the marquee, it says the movie's names are A Boy's Life and Watch the Skies. Mm. Do you know? Do you? I know A Boy's Life. I don't know what Watch the Sky is. Okay, well... Both of these were working titles for E.T. and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Nice. So he puts this little spin on his shit. <laughs> That's a good one. I you, like that. You know who wrote this, right? Who wrote it? Christopher Columbus. I know that. I know that. I know that. It's not Christopher Columbus. No, it's Chris Columbus. It is Chris Columbus. And he is... We've talked about him already. We, we, we just, just talked about his movie. Mm-hmm. And we just talked about him... In what? What the hell was it? In our it? last movie. Was that Shit. It's been a minute. No, it's been a minute. Do you want, me to, do you want me to tell you? 
Yes. Rent. We talked about him on Rent. What else? He directed Home Alone, remember? And he was supposed to direct... Uh, That's right. Christmas Vacation. That's what it is. Okay. Well, before all those, he wrote this. Shit. So he is the writer of this, Christopher Columbus. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently this is supposed to be a darker movie. like Than what it was? Than way more than what it was. It was still pretty dark, but they had to get the audience. Yeah. I mean, there was was a couple things. See, that's the concession that the creatives make. Right. They're like, all right, we'll dial it down. So that you get the numbers and we make the money and this, that, and the other. But you can't take the gremlins out, dumbasses. It's called gremlins. So Chris' original version, he had the gremlins kill the dog, kill the mom, cut her head off. Whoa. Throw it down the stairs. That was some of what was in the original script. I don't know how he got that made. I mean, he even signed off on that. But uh, our director, Joe, was like, um, let's just uh, let's pull back a little bit and make it a little more family friendly. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a good idea because it not only helped this movie, but it made the second one even more family friendly. Yeah. You know, damn. Yeah. That's crazy. One of my favorite characters, you go cut her head off and throw her down the damn stairs. (laughs) Ain't, Ain't about it. (laughs) <laughs> I got you. Well, uh, somebody that we do have to mention is Mr. Chris Wallace. Mm-hmm. Special effects and makeup, yo. Mm-hmm. He is the creator of the gremlin character, creature, animatronic, whatever you want to call it. He is the uh, person who actually created the mold for that character. And damn, are they ugly. When they're, yeah, when they're gremlins. But when, when they're, they're gremlins. like. Little fucking and they're gizmos. They're adorable. Tell me something. Like, why is Gizmo so nice and yet his offsprings are so mean? I have a theory about this, and I think it's because it's an unnatural birth. Okay. All right. You know I like I mean? that. Like Gizmo, I think was made the old-fashioned way. Like by sex, sex. Yes. Mogwai sex. I think it's mogwai beca- sex. I think it's because <laughs> good old-fashioned mogwai sex. He you know? had an owner that. <laughs> was a good trainer like you know there's people who have dogs but if they don't train their dogs their dogs just run around just do what dogs would do but if you train mm-hmm. them like robin where you could like call the bitch she gonna come and she's not gonna run off and stuff then they're more domesticated sure i think that he's more domesticated but I, I, but tell me how they're all born evil like there's dogs that are born and they're born happy and like jolly and just you know happy okay dogs let me give you Maybe that's all may, born evil. Maybe that's what I'll help you. Okay. So the original draft strike is what Gizmo turns into when you like get him wet, or after you get him wet or feed him or whatever. <laughs> that he turns into him. Oh, Gizmo turns into Strike. Like not like he offsprings him. Like that's his alter ego. Oh shit. Kind of deal. Okay. And so that was Dr. the Jekyll original. Yeah, Hyde. that was the original. But Spielberg was like, oh, we can't do that. No. Because the audience is going to look at it, Gizmo, think he's so cute. You got to think and they, of the merchandise. Yeah, and they don't want half the movie to the, hate Gizmo. To hate Gizmo. Then you're going to have to kill him. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cut. So uh. maybe it's just like when they were Mogwise, they weren't that bad. I mean, he was bad, but I mean, they, they were hung just, the dog outside. I think that was him. That's because he was the leader. You know, it's funny. The new ones aren't like Gizmo. 
The one with the stripe seems to be the leader. They were just bumbling idiots. If he wasn't there and they just followed Gizmo, they'd probably be chilling in the bed looking at 3D comics too. Not necessarily because you remember the Mogwai that offsprings at the school and he kills uh, but by Mr. That, Harris. But I feel like once they eat after midnight, then they're totally fucked. Yeah. If you get them in that Mogwai where they're furry, then they're, you have a better chance. Maybe. You got uh, the dumbass one in part two. It's like, ooh. ooh I like that he's a dopey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Chris Wallace is Oscar-winning special effects and makeup man. He won... Oscar for The Fly. He also did Virtuosity in 95 mm -hmm. with your boy Denzel and Russell Crowe. Mm -hmm. You know, he did a lot of things. One thing he did not do is Gremlins 2. Right. That was Mr. Rick Baker. Who is amazing. Oh, straight up, like, wow. They kind of, I think they asked him to do this one too. And he was like, well, I don't was really busy? Really. Yeah, he, I think he had something else to do. Okay, I got uh, you. But Chris, he only designed Gizmo to do... Gizmo things. He wasn't going to be in the movie that long because he was supposed to turn into... A gremlin. A gremlin. Uh-huh. So he only programmed him to do so many things, but then they once they changed the script, then they needed him for the whole movie. Yeah, So absolutely. they had to like figure out how to get Gizmo to do what they needed him to do. Yeah. Apparently, it was and a pain in the ass. Great fucking job, though. Yeah. Dude, he's so cute. Because he's straight up adorable. Just like... And it's all animatronic. Mm-hmm. You know, there are no... There's no CGI in this movie, people. Puppets. 84. I love puppets. Hey, I like Kermit. I love Fraggle Rock. I love... Snuffleupagus. Fuck my shit up. Fuck my shit <laughs> up. <laughs> it's like, I like Miss Peggy. She's my favorite. She be cray cray. But yeah. Now I was bringing it back to an old movie. I see. Though. I'm seeing you. I feel you. You all are fucked. <laughs> 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 oh lord can we start from the beginning um I'll give you, I'll are you give throwing you. a fun fact I, I thought you had something to say there i got something for you you ready mm. kingston falls what's that the town of the gremlins okay it may look familiar to you sounds familiar because it is the same set as hill valley nice from back to the future which pasadena which came out which came out um a year after. Okay. So it was supposed to be, yeah, because this came out in 84. Yep. Mm -hmm. So yeah, 85 is when Back to the Future 1 comes out. I need you to get me back to the year 1985. Who's the president? Ronald Ron Reagan. Reagan. The actor? <laughs> we will do that Who's movie. Who's vice president? Jerry Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so apparently this was known as the Gremlin set. Mm-hmm. For a year, and then it was named the Back to the Future set. So, uh, at the beginning of the movie, where they have the sign and they have like the square, that's where the clock tower is, and that's where you like skateboards and the whole town. Uh, obviously, this is all universal if you yes. know anything about Back to the Future. Oh, I've been driving past that back lot for like three months straight. Because I'm exactly back in time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, we're going to speed through these people, but somebody I do not want to skip over is Mr. I believe he's pronounced Kai Luke. Okay. Plays the old man in the store. Okay. My man was born The in real owner. Yes. Mm-hmm. My man was born in 1904. Ot four? Ot four. Damn. Yeah. 
uh, lived to be 87 years old and uh, passed away January 12th, 1991. Okay. so In that time, he did 227, I'm sorry, 242 movies. Dang. My dude has been acting since 1937. Was he in a silent movie or something? He was in silent movies. He was watched film evolve through his lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. So what would we know him from? Gremlins. Okay. And? Uh, Gremlins 2. That's right, because he gives him the... He's also known mostly for movies in the early 30s, like Phantom of Chinatown and Charlie Chan at the Race. Like Those are the type of movies that he did way back when. Are those Hollywood movies? Yes, they are. Okay, so he still, he was out These there. These Charlie Chan movies, he did a number of them. He also did one called Charlie Chan at Marley, Monte Carlo. Hey. Yeah, I think he was Charlie Chan, matter of fact. Well, if he's in all of them, unless he's a sidekick, he, uh. You know what else he did? The Golden Girls. <gasps> yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. Now Season you know two, episode eight, he plays. I'm writing Tush- this down. <laughs> Toshiru Mitsumo. Season two. Episode eight. Episode eight. <laughs> Everybody tonight, after you're done listening to this, we're all going to watch it together. So. Guess what else he did? Sidekicks. <laughs> yeah, with Ernie Rice Jr. Okay, so he... He's done a lot. He's, he's done, done a lot. a hell of a lot. He was a minority working in Hollywood in the 30s. Like, that is... Bravo. Mm-hmm. He's also hard the thing. voice of Han in Enter the Dragon. He does the voice. He does the voice of Han. Huh. Okay. So I'm going to find out about these Charlie Chan. He's not Charlie Chan. He plays Lee Chan. His brother. I'm assuming his brother. Yeah, he plays Lee Chan in all the Charlie Chan movies. Okay. (laughs) So that is, uh, I believe it's pronounced Kai. K-E-Y-E. That is uh, Mr. Kai Luke. And uh, yeah, he had a, a great life and was a wonderful actor for many, many years. Damn. Yeah. Gremlins 2 was one of his last movies. Yeah, because that came out in 90? 90, exactly. There's a short film that came out in 2012 called Kai Luke in Memory Of. I wish I knew that. I would have watched it. I want to check it out. And I would have had tons of fun facts about this fool. Mm -hmm. But we will talk about him in another one. He's been in so many goddamn movies. been in a lot of stuff, yeah, for sure. If we ever talk about Golden Girls. (laughs) Oh, we will. We will. Yes. Check him out in the Green Hornet. Oh, shit. Yeah. In the TV show. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, we appreciate Mr. Kai Luke, and uh, he did a great job in this. Thank you for your uh, service. And when he is in the movie and he's talking to Gizmo, babe, is he speaking Mandarin or Cantonese? He's speaking Cantonese. And what's he saying? Yeah, he's saying, who's a good boy? Do you want to go home? Like a dog. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And he, Gizmo is so happy to see him. He's like, really thank happy God to see him. you come get me from these fucking white people. Mm-hmm. They keep putting water on me and feeding me and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fun fact for you. Mm. In Cantonese, Mogwai means devil, demon, or gremlin. Holy shit. And that's no accident, I'm sure. No accident. Um, apparently, 
the whole idea came from a Bugs Bunny cartoon that where Bugs Bunny is in World War Two. Yep. He's in a plane and he's reading a book about what a gremlin is mm-hmm. and how gremlins jump into the pilot's planes and it'll crash them. This is kind of like what the neighbor was saying about how you got to watch out for the foreigners because they plant gremlins in their machinery. Equipment. You remember yeah, when he's drunk? Yeah, they over in your machines and your cars. In and your cars? Put them in the cars, they put them in the TV, they put them in the stereos and the radios, you stick in your ears, they put them in your watches. They got little teeny gremlins for a watch. That's what that wouldn't of. happen with American cars. <laughs> Freaking guy. I know. So uh, there's <laughs> the that connection. <laughs> Apparently they were supposed to play that Bugs Bunny cartoon at the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. Because it's a Warner Brothers movie. Okay. And... um. For some reason, it didn't work out that way. Maybe it didn't help the story. Sometimes it doesn't. It kind of introduces you to what a gremlin is if you didn't know what it was. For sure. But that I do I do remember the cartoon, not like 100%, but uh-huh. when I saw clips of it, I was like, oh, I remember this one. So I don't know. Well, uh, you said to speed past uh, some people, Dude. so we're going to do a flyby on Mr. Judge. Reinhold, because we're definitely talking about him in some other movies. He's barely in this. One, yeah, but you can't discount him because he's such a big actor. Oh, I thought you were going to say dick. Yeah. No, I mean, he's an asshole in this, but... Because he's such a big dick. Dude, he's coming fresh off of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Actually, there's like, if I'm not mistaken, like three people that were in Fast Times at Ridgemont High that are in this movie. Who's the third? Uh... It's like uh, unaccredited. Okay. I can't remember who okay. it is. But yeah, we know th- we know See, the two. See, I think that he's a we big. We definitely know the two. He must have been a big star by this time because Fast Time, fucking came out two years prior, and that was a big ass movie. Fuck yeah, and that, he was really good in it. But yeah, he's in this. Judd Reinhold. Uh, what is his name? Gary or Garrett? Don't call me that. My name is Gerald. Douchebag. Douchebag for sure. He is. Uh, the assistant manager of the bank. Kiss ass. Straight up kiss ass. I like when he's in the bar and he's talking to <laughs> me, Kate. And he's like, Kate, you haven't seen my new apartment. She's, she's like, like, I haven't seen your, your old apartment. apartment. Come on, we're talking cable. Can we have dinner tomorrow night? You ain't getting no play, dude. Yeah. Even though you fantasized about her in Fast Dance of Richmond. Once yeah. again, he gets she's shut like... down by Phoebe Cates. <laughs> I know. Apparently, she is the nicest person. She seems but it. But after Fast Times at Richmond High, this is according to Billy, Zach Galligan, guys were intimidated by her because of that scene. Because they seen her tatas? Because she got some nice ones, too. I mean, then, she's I don't know what sexy, they look like now, dude. but hell yeah, in that red baby suit. Yeah. And she's, I thought she did a hell of a job in this movie. I did, too. I did, too. But uh, apparently, like, she would, like, hang out at bars or, like, go out with friends or whatever. And guys would recognize her, but they would recognize her for Fast Times at Richmond High. And they'd be like, oh, oh, that's Phoebe Cates over there. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Go talk to her. Like, no, you go talk to her. I'll go talk to her. She's she's so approachable and nice, apparently. But these guys were all intimidated by her because she portrayed this character. And she's like, they put her on this pedestal. That's what happens. Sure. I'm sorry, man. It does. Apparently. But you guys can't shit. really Apparently handle. there's a lot of famous actresses right now 
who are single and on like Bumble and shit. Were we just Sharon about Stone? This? We Sharon did Stone. About it. It's like, uh, look, when you're a powerful, a number of people, strong woman, and you don't need no man. You just want a man. It's intimidating to guys, mm-hmm. and where to the point where they feel like, oh boy, I'm not going to talk to her, fellas. Fellas, get over yourselves. Get, get over, over your fucking self. That's exactly the type of woman you want. The one that doesn't need you, but wants but you. But wants you. Shit. That's all it is. It's being a strong woman mm-hmm. myself. I deal with this on a daily basis. I'm sorry. Sucks, man. I mean, that door swings both ways, but we ain't going to. Another uh, high school movie celebrity, Mr. Nikki Cat. You know Nikki Cat. You know Nikki Cat. Yes, we already talked about him in Days and Confused. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's in this movie. He plays one of the students at the school. He's like an extra. Makes this little surprise cameo. Really? Yes. Okay, I didn't even look for that. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, Nikki Cat is in this as a student at the school. Talk about Mr. Glenn Turman, mm-hmm. who uh, plays the professor at school, uh, Mr. Hansen. Only black guy in town. Only black guy. Dies first. Big surprise there. I was shocked. <laughs> so, Glenn, uh, yeah, that's too bad, man. Like, he's right there, and he's got that Snickers bar. I'm not going to lie, but Snickers bar looks good. Come on out. Take a bite. Let me see you. Hmm? I just want to just wanna see you. Here. Here, you go. You try some of this now. I know you've got to be hungry. Hmm? Would you kill him for it? I mean, it's it's a gremlin, you know? They kill you for laughs. <laughs> they Crazy do. bastards. <laughs> uh, like, Come so on, good boy. Tell me why he walks away with the bag of chips and leaves the sandwich. I'm, Who leaves the sandwich and eats the chips? He only took like two bites out of the sandwich. He only took two bites out of the sandwich. Did I beat you? Oh, shit. You want another one? <laughs> go, go, go. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Yeah, I thought we were simping. I was simping. Apparently, you've been talking more than me. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just like... I'm listening. I'm a good listener. I listen like this. Clink, clink, clink. Mm. (laughs) 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 Well, you know what I love uh, Glenn Terman in lately? He works opposite of Miss Kristen Bell and my dude, House of Lies. Oh, okay. But Don Cheadle? Don Cheadle. Why is his name escaping me? Because I already had my first drink. He plays Don Cheadle's dad in House of Lies. Oh, okay. I didn't make it? Th- yeah, I didn't make it through the whole... That's I only made it through the show. one scene. Whatever, bitch. You didn't finish Breaking Bad, one of the greatest shows of all time. You know how I'm about pacing. Yeah, but if you wait, it's worth it. Okay. At least I think. Either way. <laughs> For some reason, he's uh, got special thanks in Dolomite is my name. So I think he had a hand in that. Okay. I don't know what his hand was. He's not in the movie. He's not in the movie. No, but he they wanted to thank him for something. He's been acting for a long time. Maybe he was like, hey, I've been, I was around these fools. Yeah, maybe he was a consultant on yeah. the first one or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Let's take a look. See if we can't find out why he what, was in Stella. What else was he in? How Stella got her groove back. Yeah, but that's not what I see him in. Like, There's like one thing, but I can't. Is there something that you're trying to find that you can't think of? I can't think of. You know of. what he was in? What? Cooley High. That's it. There we go. Is that what you were trying to think he of? He was a young ass motherfucking. Yes. Okay. 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 You recognize him now. Yeah. You know they're redoing that, right? 
<laughs> Cooling high. Is it going to at least be set in the, that time? Hopefully. I, I don't know. I know the writer, Mr. Seth V. Rosenfeld. He used to be the artistic director of uh, my theater company. Okay. Also responsible for the get down. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Hell of a writer. Great hell fucking guy. Beautiful man. But yeah, he is rewriting Cooley High. All right, I'm down. See, we're not speeding past these people like we promised. All right, next. Polly Holiday. It's a Polly Holiday with Mary. It is not a Polly Holiday with this bitch. Mrs. Deagle. Yeah. yeah. Polly Holiday Miss- is Mrs. Deagle. And her damn, ca- do I hate her. Well, her character is I supposed to be want based. Money. I don't want money. I want your dog. Barney? I off. want your dog. Yeah. Crazy ass. It's supposed to be based off of... What was his name in... Mommy uh, Dearest? No. The Grinch? No. Scrooge? No. Oh. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh. The mean banker dude mm, who, like, you I got know, you. keeps the money and shit. She's supposed to be, like, a mixture of him. I can't remember what his name is. But him and the evil witch from The Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes and sense. And your little for dog, sure. too. <laughs> That's kind of how I saw her. Yeah, that she should be coming in on a bike. Yeah. Because she's like coming down the street, and people are like, hey. Yeah, for sure. And she's like, today sucks. You suck. Get out of my face. Like, kind of shit. <laughs> okay. Well, she also uh, she's done a bunch of movies like The Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller. Okay. She did Parent Trap, 1998, Lindsay Lohan version. So, who is she in that? Uh, Marva Culp. I don't know who that is. Oh, I know who she is. She runs the camp. She's the old lady who runs the camp. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The old lady. She's yeah. also Gloria in Mrs. Doubtfire. She's the housekeeper after Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. Yeah. So she's done a hell of a lot of movies. And so has Mr. Dick Miller. Dick Miller. <laughs> not Dick Nick. That. Don't Not to be confused with Nick Miller from that fucking white girl show. I don't remember it. What white girl show? Uh... It's Jess. Oh, new the new girl. New girl. I, know, can, I don't I even watch that damn Dude, show. What's what the fuck did you put in that drink? I don't know, but I'm about to get us some more ice. I can't for another get one. my thoughts together. Well, get them together. Getting them together. As I get us some more ice. Dick Miller is Mr. Futterman. So, Mr. Futterman, he's the dude who believes in gremlins until he actually sees one. He's like, oh shit, it's a real fucking gremlin. <laughs> He's drunk as shit at the bar. He's talking about uh, the Great War, World War II, WWII, Capital. He knew about that shit. So he plays Mr. Futterman in the first one as well as the second one. I like him in the second one when he brings Billy a pie. And he's like, hey, we brought you a pie. The missus baked you a pie, but uh, somebody sat on it on the bus. (laughs) So he sadly passed away as well. He passed away last year, actually. Oh, dang. January 30th, 2019. His character was supposed to die. And they just liked him so much that they brought him him back. They liked him so much that they were like, we can't kill him and his wife. They're just too damn cute. Mm -hmm. So that's how he made it a part two. Okay. Well, he's been in a number of things, including The Terminator, 
the Burbs with uh, he Tom is, Hanks. He is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 121 movies in his uh, lifetime. That is nothing to frown about. Did uh, Looney Tunes back in action with Brendan Fraser and all them? Oh, God, I remember that. <laughs> also, The Howling. You and your uh, horror movies. I'm sure you've seen that one. Howling. Probably Damn. it sounds familiar. Damn, Gina. Do I make you bad drinks? That's a lot, though. Shit. Thought it was going to be half a drink. It's all right. And his wife is so cute. She is. She's the sweetest little thing. Jackie Joseph is her name. Most known for small soldiers. Can I see yes. her picture? You want to see her? When she was young, she's still around. I know she is. She was born in 1933. She is 86 years old. Police Academy. She's, she's in that. Police Academy 4. Ooh. Citizens on Patrol. I was going to say Citizens on Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she is also known for Little Shop of Horrors in 1960. Oh, oh she's in Police Academy 2 as well. Plays Mrs. Kirkland. Okay. I haven't I watched know. those in forever. I don't, like, need, I really I don't need to remember either. Go back on those. I'm definitely down to do... Citizen Salt Patrol. Well, just Police Academy movies in, in general. But she played Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors. Can't you hear it? Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely. Her little sweet voice. I'm sorry, Mr. Mushnick. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know she could sing, but... but I didn't know can. she could sing, but damn, that's awesome. I'm glad that she was in this movie. She's in it for a very short period of time, but she uh, leaves a mark. She's so memorable in just that little bit of time, though. Can I give you a fun fact? About who? About the set. Yes. So this house is on Wisteria Lane. From Desperate Housewives, for people out there who are fans no like myself. No shit. Yes. Okay, that's at Universal. Do you know what the real name of the street is called? What is it? Colonial Street. Nice. Because they have so many different houses that are on these blocks. Not just the ones that we see in Desperate Housewives, which they do show a nice selection of mm-hmm. what it is. But uh, they have some that look like these kind of mansions or little Tudor homes or whatever. So they have them to look like almost any neighborhood kind of deal. And they've been using it for 60 years. Yeah. That's how long that they've been using it for TV and movies. Mm-hmm. Ain't, that, ain't that crazy? Ain't that Bitch. And you don't even realize it. I tried to figure out whose house he was in. I was like, <laughs> whose house on Wisteria Lane is this full? Is the Gremlin house? I never got into Desperate Housewives, but Love I it. have seen that street many, many times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now it's much easier to recognize it in movies. Yeah, but still, it's yeah they do a great job at hiding it. And a lot of those houses, there's only a, a number of houses that they actually film in. Yeah, because a lot of those houses They're are fake. fake. Yeah. And the ones that they film in, they all have different names for whatever. And some of them, like, there's a Lever the Beaver house that they mm-hmm. film Lever the Beaver in. And they just, like, all that shit, they have these houses. They're named after stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, I kind of went in a little deep hole on that one. I was like, what are these houses? This is not just Mysterio Lane. Like, nope. oh, my God. It's so many things. Yeah. So this movie feels familiar because not only is it Desperate Housewives neighborhood, but we go to Back to the Future. <laughs> So, yeah, big things happening on the street. Mm-hmm. I got one more for you, though. What's that? This was released on the same day as Ghostbusters. No shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, Gremlins went up against Ghostbusters. Damn. Ghostbusters. That's, that's a tough one to go up against. I don't know how good Ghostbusters did. Amazing. But, I mean, shit. As people, much as this movie people made. People went to see both. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Or, back then, you could do a double feature. 
you can go to the drive-in and see Gremlins and Ghostbusters. Ooh. I'll bet you that's exactly what they did. So, Corey Feldman is in this fucking movie. I got a Hollywood close at the counter. You met Corey Feldman? I wish, but I saw him. Like, I moved to San Francisco. I was there like a month, and I was like out partying with friends, and we cross the street, and like this Mercedes like comes really close, and I look over, and fucking Corey Feldman's in the driver's seat. I'm like, oh my god, it's fucking Corey! Hi, Corey! And he's like, hey! And he had like three bitches in his car, and then he like skirt skirted away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Corey fucking Feldman. So he plays Pete in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Corey Feldman plays Pete. And I love him in this. This is like one of his first roles. If I'm not mistaken, this is his very first movie. No? Before he met other Corey. Before he met Corey Haim? Yeah, for sure. Long before then. But let me see. No, he's been acting since 1978. Damn. People don't sleep on Corey when he says things about the industry because he has been in this game as a baby to now. Oh, yeah. He knows his For shit. For sure. He knows his shit. People try to sweep under the rug Hell the things no. that he says, but nope. what he says is it's the fucking truth. It's absolutely true. And it is scary and it's sad and mm-hmm. I feel very sad for him and the other Corey, like the things they had to endure. Oh, yeah. And it is... I truly believe him when yeah. he says that he's in fear for his life. Yeah, people, he just got shanked last year. Somebody like, yeah, he. Dude. People are trying to shut him up a lot. And he has been trying to make a documentary about all this shit. And uh-huh. it's not, people are shutting it down. This guy, he knows what he's talking about. He's telling straight facts. Mm-hmm. And anything he said, I would believe. Because yeah. he's been in the game too fucking long. Yeah. It's no surprise. He got nothing else to lose. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And yeah, he's been acting since 1978. I can go down the list of his fucking movies, dude. Just we, off the top of my head. We will be talking about Goonies Lost Boys. to Stand By Me, to The Lost Boys, to Dream a Little Dream, to License to Drive. All these yeah. fucking movies, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. And he's damn good. Yeah. He's a good fucking actor. October, Lost Boys is coming. Lost Boys, Frogger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so down. I love it. Glitter vampires. I like that. I like uh, the idea of Lost Boys for October. Yeah. And in this, oh, you ever see uh, Meatballs 4? No. It's a stupid, like, campy. So he plays a character named Ricky Wade, who uh, is the savior of the camp because the camp is going to lose its lease and this, that, and the other. It's a lot like uh, One Crazy Summer, but with a lot more boobs, you know? Who doesn't like boobs? Right? Who doesn't like boobs? Boobs are great. These are early 90s boobs. <laughs> no? With the high-waisted bikinis and Where stuff. they pull it up over... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't always understand that, but... Either. I still don't. It never... No matter how skinny or fat I am, it never looked good on me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Dude, he is Donatello in oh, Teenage uh-huh. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. He's the voice of Donatello. Yeah. Forgot about that. He's, that's what I said. Don't sleep on it. You've been in the game. Mm-hmm. So in this movie, I really enjoy his, like, he's almost like he's got this innocence to him. You know? I like seeing him when he's uh, shooting the gremlins with his fucking yeah. slingshot out the window and shit. Yeah. Like, he's also one of the guys I'm glad. I wish they would have brought him back for part two. He costs too much probably by then. Probably by then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he does a good job. I love him. He has a small part. Mm-hmm. He is funny, like 
playing when he first meets Gizmo, and then once he tries to like pet one of them, and then it's like, yeah, he's like, oh, he's like, fuck that shit, pretty much, and he yeah. just like goes sits down. I don't like, want one anymore, Billy. Yeah, like, fuck your your little new animal. Uh, he's got two projects in development right now. Good. One of them, I have no idea what it is. Uh, the other one, I'm very excited for. Uh, so the one that's in pre-production is called the live anthology famous. So okay. I think that's, his that might be that documentary. That Good. Cause uh, I'll watch it. I love you. I told you I love docs. I'm down. The other one is called the Goonies Two. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, dude. Guess who the writer is? Chris Columbus. <laughs> really? yes, Christopher Columbus dropping it. Did he write the first Goonies too? I don't know if he wrote the first one, but yeah. Three people are attached so far. Corey Feldman, Robert Davey. Who's Robert Davey? I don't know, some guy named Jake. Oh, Jake! He's the, the brother. The yeah. brother? The brother in the Goonies. The older brother? The one that likes to sing all the time. Oh! Oh, mother! Never let me finish. It's just like Mama Francis. She let me let me finish anything. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I like this kid. I want him to keep going. I like this kid, Ma. <laughs> One time. <laughs> Last he told everything. What? Cindy Lauper. She better be singing. I'm Good sure she will. She plays Good Bean luck. Soup. Oh, she's Annie. in it. She's in, in the movie, yeah. Good enough for me. Maybe she plays a waitress. I don't know. So we're down to our last four characters. Five characters, technically. Do you want a fun fact? Yes. Okay, so each gremlins... I want my ice to melt so I can drink my drink. Each gremlins costs thirty to $40,000. Oh, my God. I did not translate that into today's money, but I'm sure it's like... A shit ton. Probably close to 100. So, um, so these things were so expensive that security would check people's trunks on the way out of the studio yep. to make sure they weren't... Hiding a gizmo in their motherfucking trunk. Guess who got to check the most? Black people. No. I was going to say the, the, the one black guy in town. <laughs> no, Zach, dude. Because he wanted one? No, because he was playing Billy. So they just thought So that he had more contact with them than anybody. Oh, so they're always checking. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm not going to steal one until the show's over, until we're done. Right? <laughs> then I'm going to take one. Dude. Yeah. So they were not cheap. No, fancy puppets. Expensive. Damn, that's a lot of money for a puppet. And you know how many they fucking made? They made a lot. Dude. Actually, I don't know how many they made for the first one, but I know the second one they made close to 300. Oh my God, wait. Since you were talking about fucking Police Academy, uh. the black dude from Police Academy, the one who makes all the sound effects, Okay. he does the majority of the Gremlins, like... <laughs> Voices? Voices and stuff. I really? do believe he's striped. And he does like background. I'm like... Rawr, rawr, rawr. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Since he's <laughs> a fucking... <laughs> yes. Okay. I got you. So, Frances Lee McCain is your girl. Yes. She plays mom. Yeah. She always played the mom in the 80s. I only have one fun fact and that's that. (laughs) (laughs) So she is everybody's mom from the 80s. She is not Vern's mom, Gordy's mom in Stand By Me. Okay. Yeah. She is the girl's mom in Footloose. Okay. She's the grandmother or the mom 
in Back, Back to, to the, the Future. Future. Yeah, exactly. Where she's like, we just keep him in there because, you know, he just loves this playpen. Uh-huh. Lorraine's uh, Lorraine's mom. mom, yep. Yeah, she plays everybody's mom, dude. She everybody's mama. And she... She's a kick-ass mama nobody this to one. fuck with. I know. She will throw you in a blender, bitch. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. She's still doing her thing. She's still working. Uh, her last movie came out in 2018, and she's got another one where her title is mom huh, i wonder what she's gonna be <laughs> that's her name that's her character <laughs> name is mom called home movies in 2019 it's in post-production okay so francis lee mccain we love you you did a hell of a job uh i actually like her little back and forth between her and her husband especially when they're like just sitting there so cute like i don't think we can drink this, this coffee, coffee. <laughs> like, i don't think we can drink this okay well like fucking like, oil what's wrong with this what's wrong with this <laughs> That'd be my dad. He'd be like, it's still good. Fuck that. I'm not eating it. Or, yeah. Yeah, Actually, I'm not going. Actually, you say, I'm not eating I'm not that eating coffee. Because it's so solid that you'd have to chew it. Ugh. Hoyt Axton is his name. He Ooh. plays the dad. Love him. Got a lot of fun facts. Not a lot of fun facts, but. What you got? So, he was known as a successful songwriter and a successful actor. Interesting. I'm pretty sure you've heard, like, his biggest hit. What is it? He wrote a song for Three Days Nights. Joy to the world. All the boys and girls. Joy to the people in the deep blue sea. And joy to you and me. No? I just wanted you to keep going. Oh, Shit. you looked at Get me it. like you didn't know what I was talking about. Get it. To the world. All <laughs> the boys and girls. Yeah, he wrote that one. I don't know that song, though. No? Three Nights? <laughs> I'm Mama? sorry. Mom, I'm sorry. I know. See, <laughs> I know. Okay, that's for your mom. I know the Stones and I know the Beatles, but she's gonna be like, "You don't know Three Dogs Night." Um, I'm in so much trouble right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not because I knew the song. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I don't know that one. I used to think I'm gonna get a text message. I'm gonna in play like it for you for a week and a half. Yeah, she's gonna be pissed. <laughs> he has like I didn't understand why there was narration at the beginning and the end of the movie. Uh huh. But really, I don't give a shit because his He's voice got a is great so awesome. Voice, that's dude. literally they probably just wrote that in. Like, like he looks this. like Marlon Brando, but like old, old yeah. big Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have Marlon Brando's voice. He actually has like a thick man. I like voice. his, yeah, yeah. I like his voice. My dude passed away in 1999. Oh damn. Yeah, but I mean, he was born in 1938, so he wasn't. He didn't. He was 61 years old. That's too bad. That's not a long time. He. uh... Improv'd, Not by today's standards. No. He improved uh, the majority of his lines. Uh, which I feel like I could see, especially when he's like doing a sales pitch. Yeah, yeah. You got to be have some freedom with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I can uh, I can understand that. Ugh. So he was in Encino Man. He was in Forrest Gump. <laughs> Wait, who's he in Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump? We just, we done that one. Yes, we have. So he gets a lot of credits nowadays for writing some shit. And it's usually for his music. I was about to say, it's probably, oh, it's probably Joy to the World. Oh, that's exactly what it is, Joy to the World. So you have heard it. Okay. (laughs) Same thing for Encino Man, Joy to the World. Shit, I don't want to know all that. I want to know what stuff he's acted in. This is like the stuff that he's known for. I told you why he's known, what he's known for. He's known as a a successful songwriter. Successful songwriter. Well, he has also done 56 movies, so he's a successful actor as well. I said, yeah. One of his last big movies was We're No Angels with Sean Penn. 
No. You never seen that one? Uh-uh. Oh, that one's funny. These fools are trying to get home and they pose as angels because they're actually crooks. Okay. And he plays Father Levesque. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll have to give that one a... But, yeah, I like him. I didn't realize how much music he had, but that makes a lot of sense because you see he's holding a guitar in his yep. uh, final profile picture. Joy to the- and that one shows up on commercials and shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, I gotta listen to that song. Now. I'm gonna play Shit. it. And you're gonna be like, I have heard this. I'm sure. I'm sure that's the case. It's just not coming to me right mm-hmm. now. And I think I did a good job on it, so that's on you. <laughs> mm. Um. Well, uh, is Ashley asleep? Damn it. Close. Do you want a fun fact? Give me that fun fact. So they had the idea to use Snow White and Seven Dwarves for the movie when they showed it in the theater because Disney released it on December 21st, 1937. So they thought it'd be a good nod to a Christmas holiday movie mm-hmm. that might be playing around that time. And that's kind of how they picked Snow White, which is one of my favorite parts of the movie is them just... <laughs> that was in 1937. Yeah. This movie's not set in 1937. I understand that. But... It was a movie that was during Christmas that wasn't considered a Christmas movie, I guess. Oh, but more of a holiday movie I see. that will be playing. Because if you put It's a Wonderful Life or some other Christmas movie on there, then it's definitely going to push you over that edge of it being a Christmas movie. I see. At least that's how I feel. So I feel like they used the Snow White and Seven Divorce because it's still warm and gives you that holiday feel without it being a holiday movie. Okay, that makes that makes more sense for sure. I don't know how to introduce this next character or this next uh, actress, so I'm just gonna say Miss Phoebe Cates. Yes, she's so cute. Damn, is she cute? What is with her crazy monologue in the middle of them like hiding out from fucking gremlins? Dude, I thought that was a great monologue, though. I know it just feels weird. In the movie. Well, she's always anti um, Christmas. Christmas. That's why that. she's working at the bar. I get that. She goes, like, hey, out, I don't celebrate you know, Christmas. I don't celebrate Christmas. And people like look at her differently because she doesn't celebrate Christmas. So they like kind of shun her. Well, I don't like Christmas you know? either. And bitch. she's very you. secretive about it. Yeah. I know? feel like in a small little town like that, someone would have heard about somebody's daddy sure. stuck in a chimney. I mean, it was probably 20 some odd years prior you know it's not something that comes up in conversation very often anybody that knows about it was an adult back then and they don't really talk too much about her she doesn't come up in their conversation her dad's an idiot though you think you can really go down a chimney no one can go down a chimney nobody goes down a chimney what are you doing you can't fit you can't it's not meant for you to go down it's just not i thought she did a really good job in that monologue i do like it and i see why they placed it in there you know, you know, it's probably they stuck to the script in that aspect. He'd been climbing down the chimney on Christmas Eve, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck, died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. And that's how I found out that there was no Santa that Claus. That there was no Santa Claus, yeah. So she did not act in too many projects, strangely enough. 
I don't know why. Because she couldn't get a date because people were intimidated by her sexy <laughs> awesomeness. She was like, fuck this. I can't do this forever. I don't know. I think that Maybe. she could have. I don't know. In her older age, she didn't. Uh... But she got some great stuff. She was on a rise for a while. So she started like with a movie called Paradise. And right after that, she booked Fast Times at Richmond High. She may have booked Fast Times at Richmond High first. I don't know. But right after Fast Times at Richmond High, she did a movie called Private School and then did Gremlins. Okay. You know? And then she went on a string of movies until she did Gremlins 2 in the 1990. Love it. And then she did Drop Dead Fred in 91. That was a big movie back then. I fucking love that movie. Right? Can we do Drop Dead Fred? Drop Dead Fred did it, yo. Oh. <laughs> she was cute. She had a little bob going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, she had her bob because that's how she had her hair in um, Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2. So she, she sure straight did. up really did cut her hair. I'm about to watch both of those But this she week. was gorgeous. She was talented. Uh, unless she was difficult to work with, which I don't understand why she would, because apparently she is the sweetest person in the world, according to Zach Galligan. That's probably why she quit. She's too sweet. Maybe. You know? It's sweet, not for everybody. And if you don't want to be get, like that. Uh, overlooked a lot of times. But I've always said that it takes a nice girl to play a bitchy girl. And that's exactly what the case was in Fast Times at Richmond High. I don't think she was bitchy. She's a little bitchy. She was a high school student. She was a high school student. All high school But she was specifically that type of like empowered, strong-minded high school student. Fuck you know? yeah. Yeah, she was the... Um, she had a job. She had friends. She fucking... She's showing you how to... She titties. She did. Yep. Yeah. Maybe that was the thing. Back in the 80s, you sh- you weren't supposed to show your titties. Because if you showed your titties, then, you know, people didn't take you as a real actress. I don't know. There they- was titties in every movie in the 80s. <laughs> but not right out the gate. You establish yourself and you work your way up. Holly Berry didn't show your titties until Swordfish. Yeah. You know? That's a different time. Long past. Like I said, the 80s... It was, every movie had titties in the 80s. Every movie did have titties in the 80s. That was just a norm. And by the time 2000, when Swordfish came out, Mm -hmm. titties were less. So yeah. Plus, she was smart for old now because they paid her bank for those titties. Yes, they did. Like, she got an extra meal just because she showed her titties. That's it? In 2000, that's a couple, two. two, That's probably like two mil. I would have said two. You want to see both of them? That's going to be two million. For three seconds? It literally is like... It you don't even, really You is. really don't even get a nice look at him. Uh-huh. Who, what are we talking about? Phoebe Who? Cates. Phoebe! Okay. So her dad was a Broadway producer. Oh. Uh, she grew up in New York. She met her film agent at New York's Studio 54. She was, she was able to get in there? I mean, she was, you know, of age. I'm just saying, it was a hard place to get into. Yeah. Actually, I don't think she was in, of age. She, she, she was be. born in 1963, yet she filmed Fast Times at Richmond High in like 1980-81, which means she was like 18 or 19 when she filmed the movie, and yet she already had an agent. Tell that. She snuck in. She got a fake ID. And that's Studio she, 54 was not known for giving a shit about any of that. That's true. So I was going to say. She was just pretty. Mm-hmm. Of course she got in. She got in. Yeah. Um, she said that she stayed away from the, the gremlins, and it ended up scaring her. 
Like really? she would end up working with them, and they would like they were scaring her. Which I think I would have stayed away from them off set too, just so I wouldn't look at them so much. Some of her screams and like especially the bar scene are real screams. Not just because of the gremlins, but they had a cockroach infestation there. No. So there's like roaches all over and it was just gross and it was grossing her out and shit. Which I don't blame her on the screaming because I do not like that at all. <laughs> but yeah. She was on Seventeen uh, Magazine when Back she was 15. Days. So. Yeah. She was a model before an actress she and a she was on the cover face. of Seventeen Magazine with her like little braces and shit Aww. at 15. She's cute. She has such a sweet face. And she's still good friends with Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, okay. After meeting her on Fast Times at Richmond High. Sometimes you just get close to people. Mm-hmm. And I love her. And we will talk about her again in Fast Time. Yes. So who do you think is the main character of this movie? Do you think it's Billy or do you think it's Gizmo? Gizmo. Okay. Well, then Zach Galligan plays <laughs> Billy. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, he is now 64 years old. Oh, really? He got handsome. My dude grew into a face. Okay. You know? I still see him. Yeah. Still working. Still doing his thing. He's got uh, one, two, three, four, five projects in uh, development right now. He is majority an actor he's directed one time but he's got 76 films and 26 tv credits so still doing his thing i thought he did a good job in this personally yeah you don't like him i don't know i don't know if i didn't like the character or if i didn't like him oh do you know who uh was considered for the role of billy to who was considered judd nelson okay i don't know if i can see that i never see him as a nice person why? Because I never see him in anything as a nice person. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes Okay. Okay. I'm This one, though, I think maybe might have worked. Emilio! Emilio Estevez? Yes. The Mighty Duck Man. I think yeah. that he might have done a good job. You don't think Charlie could have done it? <laughs> nah. Charlie Sheen? Nah. No, Emilio, Emilio maybe. Emilio still keep... I don't think... You know what? Emilio is only 5'4", though. Oh, he's just And short. Zach Galligan is 5'10", and they might have already landed on Phoebe Cates, and she She's is 5'7". Like yeah. So that's probably what happened, and Emilio Dang. Or maybe he was doing Outsiders. I don't know. Maybe. He did. He's, he, he does a good job at Outsiders. You know what? I'll say this. Emilio is doing just fine. He's fine. He ain't doing no... He he's ain't worried about shit. fine. <laughs> he tips his hat every time you see him. Does he really? No! Do you know you don't know? The no. Mighty Duck Man? I screamed out Emilio! And he turns around and he tips his head. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I haven't seen that movie in forever. I'm sorry. It's like Night at the Roxbury. Sorry. Anytime I hear Emilio, that's like literally. I was like, Emilio! Emilio! <laughs> the Mighty Duck Man himself! Okay. Well, Zach Galligan. Was he in anything else still besides Part gets two? asked. You know, how Gizmo is and gets quizzed on how to take care of Gizmo. And he says, yeah, yeah, Gizmo's fine. He's in his closet in a dark room, keeping him out of sunlight. No, I haven't fed him after midnight. No, it's nice and dry in that closet. He's fine. They still give him shit to this day. I would ask you, I'm like, did you steal one of the fucking... Robots, that's the real question. (laughs) I know Gizmo ain't in your closet. Nope. And so uh, Gizmo 
didn't have a voice when they were shooting the scenes, obviously. Right. So he was an animatronic. So when he was acting opposite of Gizmo, like he would be talking to Gizmo, but all he would hear is like the movement of the machines, like, (laughs) and like, yeah, exactly. I bet if you heard the, like, I want to hear the voice first. I'd be like, can you just give me like a little sample? I mean, maybe they didn't have have the voice yet. Or I'd be like, what does he sound like? So (laughs) when I'm talking to him. You know what he sounds like? I do, but hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'll tell you what he sounds like. I'm going to give you a fun fact about Giz before we get to him. How about that? How about I'm ready for Giz. So Gizmo looks so real that the dog was really scared when he opens the box. Come on, Bonnie. Be a good dog. <laughs> so where he's like growling at it, that was real. Nice. Because he popped out and was like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Yeah. Love it. Um, That's cute. Gizmo was small and he broke down a lot. And they would have problems with him on set. (laughs) Yeah, well, they didn't get to hear the cuteness and all that shit. So the crew, the cast and crew, were very frustrated with Gizmo. To the point that they made a list called Horrible Things to Do to Gizmo. That included a shit ton of things that they could do to this (laughs) cute, adorable Gizmo that we love so much, right? How fucked up is that? (laughs) And one of the things that was on the list actually made it into the movie to appease the crew members, which I believe was the dartboard scene where Giz is like on the dartboard and they're throwing the darts at him. You ain't throwing darts at Gizmo though. That's $30,000 right there. No, they're not destroying any of it, but it just felt, they felt better. I assume they just felt better. That's really funny. Yeah, when I was like, oh, the poor crew. They wanted to just be done with this shit. They yeah, can't. I'm sure it held them back. I'm sure a it made lot. them go like Slow. 16, 18 hour days because they couldn't get their shots like they wanted to. I have to, to do the take and over and over. 90% of this movie is night shoots. Ugh, I know. You know, everything is dark. I hate dark movies, dark TV shows. Like, I love The Walking Dead, but... God damn it, if y'all don't start putting lights in these woods so I can see people running around. They do. It is always super. I'm always like, what's going on? (laughs) Who that that in the dark? Like, you know? Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. But they did a good job. So tell me, who's Gizmo? (laughs) Gizmo is Mr. Howie Mandel. Blew my mind when I did research on this. I had no clue. Howie Mandel plays the voice of Gizmo. What the fuck? Here's the thing. As soon as you Bobby's world. As soon as you know that, you hear it instantly. You're like, oh, that. How did I not know that was him? It sounds. It sounds like him. I still can't hear it. No. Maybe I just I can't hear Howie Mandel's voice as much. I don't know. I'm not gonna say his voice, but it does. Have a hint of Bobby in it. Oh, okay. I gotta rewatch Bobby's World if that's the case. Yeah, like the way Bobby had that like high pitch kind of like it has a hint of it in there. So once I realized it was him, I was like, "Bitch, you didn't notice that." Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. Howie Mandel plays the voice of Gizmo. Rest of it is animatronic. But damn it, if it's not the cutest little doll in the world, I want a Giz. I'll take a Gizmo over a Teddy Ruxpin. Yes. You don't want a bear that talks? No. I'd take Ted. I would take Ted over Ted Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have to put a cassette tape in you. <laughs> You're my best friend. Uh, sorry, yeah. that was weird. So, <laughs> that happens. It's still in there. Yeah, with a hug. Harry Mandel does the voice. He 
also kind of didn't know what he was getting into. They didn't really give him guidance on what they wanted the voice to do. I think they just showed him a clip or two, or they showed him what kids look like. Mm-hmm. And he kind of came up with he this. Just found it on his kinda own. Kind of found it. That's really cool. Another reason that this movie might have done so well, especially overseas, is because he dubbed all of his lines again in different languages. Really? Yes. That's cool. Saying it like phonetically, and it just adds a nice little uh, to it. Mm-hmm. For I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Vin Diesel did that for uh, I Am Groot also. He just says the same word over and over in different uh, language. So many times. That's okay. Yeah, like even when he was uh, coming to walk into the recording studio, he was wearing stilts to get the feeling of being a giant tree. I guess he's not There's, that tall. He's not, yeah. but more so, you know, you're playing a giant tree, so he's yeah. wearing like these giant walking things. I would have fucking. So he's ate walking it. around like twelve feet tall. If anything, I would just go climb in a nice tree mm-hmm. and just sit up there for a while. <laughs> I ain't about to twist an ankle mm-hmm. to do voiceover work. <laughs> That's all I got for Gremlins. Uh, so Gizmo, do you want to know how he gets his name? How? So in because the inventor. Okay, so yes, Gizmo gets his name because he used uh, Randall's bathroom buddy and a scene that's deleted. Ah, okay. And he was like, oh, look at this cute little Gizmo. And mm. that's how he got his name for, for messing around with his Gizmo. Okay, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Uh, and that, my friends, it's Gremlins. That's Gremlins. What's your favorite part? Favorite part of Gremlins? Probably a tie between Gizmo saying bye bye woof woof. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. All right, saying bye to Billy, that's really sweet. Bye bye woof woof. <laughs> and when Mrs. Deagle gets launched out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got into fun facts. That bitch had it coming. <laughs> All of that greedy ass bitch cats are named after money because she greedy no shit one called like old dollar bill That's and then there's true. like i think there's one like yen or something like that they're all like different forms of money That's so crazy. there's probably a, a peso in there or something you know the runs of the litter yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, all her cats are named after money if you listen to that. So. All right, I'm going to down this shit, and then we're doing this scene. No, we're not. Because you know what time it is? Mm-hmm. It's time for Z for the people. Uh, woo! Look at that face. <laughs> so I kind of had a hard time figuring out what the fuck Z to people to do for this one. They don't have a gremlin prevention They don't. Charity? No. Yeah. <laughs> But I did think of another one. They don't have a Preserve Wisteria Lane charity. Oh my god. Save the clock tower. I wish there was one of those because you know. You know I would have found that. I'd donate to that shit. Save the clock tower. Shit. Universal has plenty of money. They don't need my money. So what I decided to pick on is if gremlins were real. Mm Mm-hmm. They would need to be protected, especially gizmos. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. So in that case, I 
decided to talk about the World Wildlife Foundation. Oh, that's good. The one. WWF uh, Foundation, and they've been Not around. The WWII. No. <laughs> They've been around Freaking since... Freaking Mr. Futterman. <laughs> they've been around since 1961, which I did not know. Okay. Uh, back in the time where there was no organizations to save endangered animals. Mm-hmm. And this organization saves animals that are in the desert, they're in the rainforest, in the water, in fresh water, in the snow, pretty much anything. And they're one of the biggest foundation of this kind. So you most likely have heard of them or have donated to them already. Mm-hmm. But I thought that we would give them a little shout out because they help so many different animals. And you can go on and you can either just donate money to just like help or you can adopt an animal. Nice. So if you want to adopt an elephant or a panda bear or a shark or meerkat, I saw those on there. You can, and you donate. I think this would be a really good gift, especially for children who love a certain type of animal. If they sure. love giraffes. Yeah, that'd this be kid, really cool. This kid can adopt a giraffe, and they uh-huh. send them a certificate that you have adopted one. They send you a goodie bag. You get a stuffed animal of whatever animal that you adopted, and a bunch of cool stuff. And you so, get updates of how the animal's doing. How they're sort of doing, thing. and all these things like that. So I think that's a cool gift. And once my nieces are set on an animal, I think, don't name him, I think it's like 55 bucks. Like Total? Total. And I think that is well worth it. And a kid feels like they're helping, and you're really helping. Yeah. So uh, Help bring up children's empathy levels. Yeah. And so I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this would be a, such a cool gift for like a kid who loves elephants or any of... There's just so many animals. I didn't even make it through the animals that they like you can adopt, but they got them in there. Sloths. You want a sloth? You can adopt one. 55 bucks. Kristen Bell, I'm sure, has adopted another oh sloth. God. I'm just so happy. He's coming for the party. He's coming. One of my favorite things. So cute. So yeah, go to the worldwildlife.org. And donate or adopt something, because animals need your help, okay. especially cute little gizmos. Cute they didn't gizmos. have any gremlins on the list yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my Z for the people. Uh, Woo! Yeah, I know your your timing. You don't know my timing. I got your timing. I'm gonna switch it up next time. I'm gonna be like, I got your timing now. I'm gonna be like Z Z. For the people. I won't finish that line because it's a dirty line. You dirty ass son of a... I, okay. can't, I can't say that to you. For those of you who know that line, hit us up at Lights, Camera, Cocktail, No S at gmail.com. Let us know if you were right. And send us your Hollywood closing counters. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, listen to us on Spotify. Spotify and Podbean podcast Cast box Google Cast Play Google Play Apple Podcast iTunes the fuck find us the podcast tell a friend about it and yeah come I know us. I always say that uh, we're on everything except Pandora I gotta check Pandora and see if we're on there because Pandora's doing more and more podcasts nowadays maybe we're on there I don't know I haven't checked we'll get back to you we'll get back to you on the next episode yep mm. speaking of the next episode. You ready? Are you ready? 
ready, ready for the scene this baby i guess so i down that shit quick i feel good you are feeling great i'm feeling tired jason and smashley made me climb a mountain today i'm gonna make you do shit i and walked I'm out the room tired. and you had on my shoes i did that was not my fault and you know what was my fault for yeah. saying yeah to go yes <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing that movie soon okay so um next week's movie is about to be amazing next week's movie is last week's movie you all are getting a double uh whammy this week yeah so technically this week's move this week's second movie mm-hmm. is we're drinking extra for you this week people because we yeah, owe you this one we do this is an i owe you episode i owe you you're welcome <laughs> All right, let's do this. Oh. You ready to get your uh, your character on? Yes. Find him. Find him. Where is he? There he is. Oh, wait. I got to find mine, too. Okay. <laughs> Where is he? Uh, 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 uh. I, I'm playing two characters. Uh, I have internal bleeding. <laughs> oh. Guys, I have to tell you something. Last night on the roof, I slipped something in our Jägermeister. What? I'm sorry, I fudged up. You drugged us? No, I didn't drug you. I thought it was ecstasy. Who told you it was ecstasy? The guy I bought it from at the liquor store. Why would you give us ecstasy? I wanted you to have a good time and I knew you wouldn't take it. It was just one hit each. I used to take three hits a night. But it wasn't ecstasy, Alan. It was roofies. You think I knew that, Stu? The guy seemed like a real straight shooter. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean the guy at the liquor store wasn't a good guy? All right, let's just calm down. You fucking calm down. He drugged us. I lost a tooth. I married a whore. How dare you? She's a nice lady. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. That was good. I love that movie. It's such a good movie. And you guys are going to love this movie. Yes. You're going to fuck on me. <laughs> fuck on you. Nobody's going to fuck on you. Oh, I hate Godzilla too. I hate Godzilla. He destroys everything. <laughs> hey, on, this isn't your fault. I'll get you some pants. <laughs> Alright you guys. We're out of here. Yes. I'm thoroughly drunk. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, make fun of Ashley on the couch. Because she's thoroughly drunk too by this time. We will see you guys right here next week on a brand new episode of Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. <laughs> my, my bathroom buddy. I don't want to Let's just buddy. say that you're late for a big meeting. <laughs> and you reach up and you realize you didn't shave. <laughs>